0: You know
1: a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting.
0: It is us. It is time. Those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith, uh, somewhere in Hilton Head, I believe, this week. Just kind of floating around. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm, must be nice. We had two inches of snow yesterday. Two, Did you really?
1: That's two, a shame.
0: Two inches in the morning. Gone by like three in the afternoon. Just rub that in for uh, us. our friends and family and fans in New England who are may never see the ground until like July at the rate things are going up there. Ridiculous yeah. weather, man. Groundhog should just be shot the next time he sticks his head out. Ponsetani Phil, who needs you, buddy? <laughs> who needs you?
1: I think uh, I think a lot of people think that every year that they that they're not a they're not a fan of the of the gopher.
0: The a hedgehog
1: or whatever the heck the thing is.
0: Never seems to get done, though, does it? No. That's it. No. You know, I, I was so... So some
1: of us just migrate south, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, those of us who can do, I understand. I, I was so filled with optimism last week when it broke 50 for two consecutive days that I actually went into the garage, which I now have, by the way, <laughs> have a garage, uh, pulled out my irons... Isn't that nice. And cleaned the grooves, sharpened them even.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? That is, that is akin to you telling me that you've actually practiced as it, well. It's akin. Those. Yeah, I haven't. Those things <laughs> are in the same ballpark. Yeah, they are. <laughs> in conversation. So. I know. The, the question the question that I have is, how did you know you actually had grooves? Is it because someone told you there was supposed to be some on the face of your club? Yeah, someone mentioned that. Or is it because that, you saw some?
0: No, someone mentioned, <laughs> mentioned that, that. that. Yeah, they mentioned that the club face should not be smooth, <laughs> you know?
1: Okay. I mean, oh. I was, I was wondering if you just went to the golf superstore and saw some new clubs and went, what are these things in the face? <laughs> and why don't I have any in mind? <laughs> Why, do, why don't my clubs have this?
0: <laughs> so I have wow. yet, I have yet to be able to swing the clubs with the new sharp clean grooves.
1: What How am much I, less do they weigh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get serious for That's a what second. I know.
1: Let's get serious. Okay. What right, dif- I'm putting my serious hat on now.
0: What difference am I gonna see using those clubs now that well,
1: they're clean? The, the first thing you're going to see is the ability for your ball to actually stop a little bit better when it lands on the green because grooves do an awful lot for you in the fact that they wick away a lot of uh, small pieces of moisture and and that that gets between the the face and the golf ball but it actually you know by cleaning off the club face and you have actual you know metal instead of dirt. Uh, touching the golf ball there's more friction there so what happens is you get a cleaner contact from club to golf ball creating more friction which creates more spin which means your ball will fly a little bit higher Uh, it'll come down at a little steeper landing angle and it'll actually stop better on the greens
0: if it flies higher comes down more steeply does that mean that i may not i may not get as much distance or is that not going to be affected
1: no that doesn't mean that at all okay there is a trajectory out there. There's a launch angle and a trajectory out there that actually maximizes that. So let's just say that you were below that and that this could actually maximize your trajectory, not in terms of heights, like straight up 90 degrees, right? It it wouldn't just throw it that high, but let's say it launched it significantly higher. And then the, 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 landing angle came down and it was a little bit steeper and the ball had a little bit more spin. Cool. Now, all of a sudden you have more ball control. Can you imagine what that could do for you on your wedges I'm, around been, the greens?
0: I've been daydreaming of that since I got it done. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah. We've talked about that at, at different times with different shots and you'd say, well, how do you get your ball to check up? And always the thing that I'm always talking to you about is, you know, <laughs> how, what, what kind of ball do you play? Right. Where do you place it in your stance? how are you delivering the club and yeah oh by the way are your grooves clean (laughs) so and so you know now that i've got you playing a a golf ball that is um it'll spin quite a bit around the greens then all of a sudden now we've got the other part of that is how much friction can you create you know and and that's the that's the key so if you can create a lot of friction you can create a lot of spin and that's what clean grooves really help you to do Clean grooves. So I'm glad you did it.
0: I am too, man, and yeah. it, it didn't take long. Had one no. of those fancy-schmancy little tools. See, yeah, I've been doing it with, like, the tip of a T, but the tip of a T is too thick to get all the way down.
1: It is. It is, and there's and there's truth to the fact that if you just got yourself a little bucket full of hot water, and you let your club soak in there for just a little bit and loosen that up a little bit, I think a wire brush would take care of an awful lot of your problem.
0: Well, I was actually sent a handy-dandy... High-tech groove cleaning tool.
1: It's there you go.
0: Two little metal doohickeys on it. One's a little yeah. thicker than the other. One's a little little itty-bitty point. And, man, stuff was coming up out of there. It was great. I don't know if there were yeah. any, any metal shavings or not. But, you know, hey, what the heck. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so I'm looking for, by the way, you're now getting me to play a a better ball that spins better. Are are you still going to be buying those for me, or am I on my own after I go through the first dozen?
1: Well, I think it depends on um, how nice you are to me for the rest of the year. Gotcha.
0: (laughs) You you are my favorite golf pro. I got to
1: tell you that, man. You are my
0: absolute favorite. Uh, You're working on it. Those weekend golf guys, get your grooves clean. Get your groove thing. Get your groove thing. That's what we should do, man. We should invent a tool and just call it a groove thing. Everybody from the 70s will be really anxious to buy it from us. That's
1: right. Come get your groove thing. All the other things you (laughs) need to
0: know to have a very successful season because, trust us, this snow will be gone eventually, and we'll be back to playing. Hang out with us. We are those Weekend Golf Guys coming right back. Once you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys, you will get alerts every time we go live. And we're doing it every couple weeks. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Everybody is like all excited about Tiger Woods being back, maybe going to win the Masters this year because he's almost won two tournaments to date.
1: I think he's got as good a chance as anybody else right now. If you got
0: that feeling, this might be the best week to try out DraftKings. They got this special a fantasy golf tournament for the Masters. Here's what you do real easy Ooh. you pick six golfers. That's it, pick six of them. And they're going to keep track of streaks and scores and all that kind of stuff. You get points. One winner is going to win 10 grand and there's a total of 100 grand in prizes that are going to be given away for the Masters tournament. We we got to go with um, we got to go with Justin Thomas as one of our six, man. Maybe throw Tiger in the mix too. All you have to do no matter who you got is go to draftkings.com before the tee off on Thursday, April 5th, pick your six golfers and use our special code weekend and then play free with your first deposit in the $100,000 contest for golf's first major. The code is WEEKEND to play for free, only at DraftKings.com. Now, you do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a player with DraftKings, but the uh, Masters is free. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Use code WEEKEND. Weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith on the road in Hilton Head, which means he's not putting up with any of the crappy weather that we've been putting up with in the rest of the country—snow, ice. Yeah, as a matter wind, of fact, I'm not. Must be nice. You know, it does.
1: It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I got to tell you.
0: Yeah. You go down there and you teach one person for one hour, and suddenly the whole trip becomes Uncle Sam's bill to pay, not yours.
1: Well, yeah. the best part about it is I actually teach a couple of clinics when I'm down here. Yeah, um, I have a friend who works at a resort, and every time I come down, I let him know when I'm coming, and he puts in for a couple of vacation days. Oh, cool! I'm a fill-in for him. Still, the resort still wants a credible teacher to take over some of these some of these basic clinics for you know a couple three days, and he gets a few days off twice a year, maybe three times a year when I come,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I get to make a little a little spending money while I'm down here. Yeah, kind of helps pay for the trip. <laughs> so, at least that's
0: the story he in. tells you, man. What it is is he's thinking Jeff's coming to town. I've got to get the hell out of here.
1: <laughs> so it works, yeah, pretty out. much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Jeff coming to the island. I'm leaving. <laughs> this place is. This place is going to shame. <laughs> so did you
0: uh, did you wave to my buddies in Frogmore as you crossed the bridge, man? I love Frogmore, South Carolina, just for the name. It's a nice place to be. Isn't
1: it fun? <laughs> yeah, it, but oh, uh, you know, I was down uh, coming down here. We we uh, how about this one? I'm not sure I told you the whole thing, but I I, I traveled. I flew out to Philadelphia to drive down to Hilton Head. Rather Who does con- that? Right,
0: <laughs> rather convoluted route, but they, you got there in one piece. So there you go.
1: I did it. Yep, and I get to uh, I get to watch my daughter play in a in a in a golf tournament up at uh, she's playing at the Kingsmill Resort in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay. Uh, right after we leave here, so drive up the coast to watch her play. Uh-huh. Uh, continue to drive up the coast some more, back to Philadelphia to get back on a plane. Uh-huh. Then <laughs> next week I wind up in, in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, to do some teaching. Uh-huh. What a nice place that's going to be! Yeah, buddy. Shh. So uh, what a life, man! And then I show back up in Indiana to do all the teaching. Hey, if it's still snowing up that way, why would I be? Why would I be there? You
0: know, I'd, I'd very much like to be you in my next life, I think. I don't
1: know. There are some convolutedness to, to my existence, but the truth is, is that I do happen to frequent some pretty nice places due to the fact that I teach golf.
0: Yeah, indeed. So. And, and when you walk in, that's they're, the like, fun part. they're like, hey, Jeff, thanks for showing up. When I walk in, it's in what credit card would you like to put this on, sir? Yeah. <laughs>
1: right big excuse me di- let's verify this big difference
0: there man <laughs> big difference there so we're, we're talking about a, a brand new season upon us i mean the the masters tournaments yeah. in about three weeks uh and that usually is the official beginning of the golf season for everybody yeah 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 i don't want you to sit there and say why am i listening to this i'm i'm in florida i'm in arizona i'm in southern california i've been playing all year long yeah well to hell with you all right we love you but don't yep. rub it in because we've been sitting in our garage cleaning our grooves and just salivating at the fact. I mean, I, we look at the Weather Channel every day and go, okay, well, Wednesday they say it's going to be 53. Of course, they're, they're usually not right, but 53 with rain maybe. The frustration is mounting. So uh, give me a couple <laughs> ideas. I mean, I, I now have uh, some some grass behind my house. I could go out with one of those wiffle practice balls or a ping-pong ball even, as you have suggested on many an occasion, and just swing in the backyard where the balls don't go anywhere, and all I'll do is just, you know, maybe tear up the grass a little bit. I can always fix that.
1: You know, there's a couple things that you could do that you could identify things in your golf swing that could help out quite a bit. And if you were to swing without a golf ball quite a bit, if you parked your feet in the same place and then you begin to make golf swings – you could feel some of the best golf swings you'll make because if there's no ball there to hit, you'll make swing after swing after swing. But you know what I want you to notice in that, John? What's that? Where the beginning of your divot starts, the beginning of it, like the entry point of when the club first touches the ground.
0: Okay. I'm willing to
1: bet, John, I will willing to bet you a pizza, not a specific brand, but a pizza (laughs) with pepperoni, sausage, green pepper, and banana pepper. Uh My favorite kind, of course. That's why I'm betting you that pizza. Of course. Um, That you will find that the entry point on most of your golf swings is going to be just barely at center to left of center. And the deepest part of said divot, which would be deepest part of your golf swing, would be a little left of that by a couple of inches. So it'll be about mid-collarbone if you parked your feet in about the same place. I'm willing to put money on that. Well, actually, a pizza.
0: Okay. Meaning that if that's where I put the ball, when and if I did hit a ball, that that would be the... uh, That's that's the next
1: step, Okay, You find out where that entry point into the turf is Uh and you stick the golf ball, the bottom of the golf ball, right on that entry point, you know what you hit before you hit the ground. You hit the back of the golf ball just prior to touching the ground. And of course, you know, that means your best contact possible, your best flight possible. Yeah, You didn't hit ground before a ball. That would be a great way for everybody out there listening to identify their golf swing and where it goes through and then where to put their golf ball, where the center of the golf ball, the bottom of the golf ball touches the beginning of the the touching of the turf. It's amazing what happens when people do that. And then they, they find a better ball position. And then all of a sudden they have better swings coming out of that out of them ever since that right after it's unbelievable to me how that simple thing of identifying where your golf ball ought to be makes you make better golf swings by just removing a golf ball there's no target anymore there's no golf ball to swing at now all of a sudden you're just finding out what your body would produce the best yeah most natural
0: and is it funny it's that same
1: thing when you get on the tee when when you make a few practice swings and you go, wow, that feels so easy. I wish I could just hit it with my practice swing.
0: We always do that. Every practice swing on the course is like I should have used that as the real swing. And then you move right. up to the ball and you screw it up somehow. More tips, more techniques, right. more ways to make sure that this coming season, which is coming, trust us, is better than last season. The best you've ever done. We can handle that for you. Stick around with us. We got we think golf guys, and we'll be right back. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 golf club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 golf club. All right. It's not just $5 to get in and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number five, $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us. $5golfclub.com. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun?
1: It's pretty exciting.
0: You know how the NCAA tournament's yeah. more fun? We've got some skin in the game, you got a bracket going. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Pick really? six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place, 10 tiger, grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now, what's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. You got it?
1: DraftKings.com, yeah.
0: Okay, use the code WEEKEND. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, You don't even have to like golf to play this, but when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable watching the Masters. Six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code WEEKEND, and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code WEEKEND. And we're back those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at Hilton Head making the rounds of all of his favorite South Carolina, coastal Carolina golf courses and doing a little teaching, a little playing and and, and just uh, a little rubbing it in our faces, which, you know, that's okay. We can uh, we can live with that, man. And, you know, I got to just say in the last segment, man, that, that whole thing about taking swings out in your backyard before you go out there and just notice no ball, no nothing, just swinging a club and noticing where the divot begins and that's where you put the ball. That is so much easier and so much more effective than saying the ball has to be right here and learn how to swing so you hit it before you hit the ground because that's an adjustment that's that's just unnatural for most of us.
1: Well, there's a, there's truth in the fact that we all swing a little differently. You know, we all pivot a little bit differently in the lower body and we all will land the club at a slightly different place. And so what we're trying to do is get the ball to be, you know, in a much better place. Certainly, after we strike it, but nonetheless, we're getting to be in, in a better place in order to strike it with our best golf swings. And for some people who maybe they pivot a little bit more on their left leg, their ball's going to be a little bit more forward. And some people who pivot a little bit on their right leg, you know, they're going to be balls going to be a little bit more centered. You know, we see these slight variances in people, and and what we can't get into is the ball position has to be an X location for every golfer because all the golfers are slightly different. Yeah. So. That's why I say find your best bottom of your golf swing. Right. That's what we're really looking for.
0: Any any quick tips on uh, how to play when the turf is wet? Any, oh, yeah. Any adjustments you have to make big time or what?
1: Well, the first thing I do when the turf is wet is I take more club. Okay. And the reason that I do that is because people go, oh, yeah, because you can't compress the ball against the ground. No, that's not it either. I think there's an awful lot of people that think that you're actually – Going to hit a golf ball, and then the ground is so hard that you're actually pinching the, the golf ball against the ground, and it squirts up off the club face like you're, you know, like you're popping a, uh, a squeezing something where something squirts right out of it, and that's not the case with golf balls striking it. They leave the face so quickly and then the club enters the turf. So there is no squeezing a golf ball against the ground. So the, the reality of why you're going to take more club is not because you're not compressing it into the turf. The reason you're going to do it is because one, when you're swinging, you, your feet are on the ground and you're actually pressuring your body into the ground and creating more force. Right? right? Well, the trouble is is that when it's a really soft surface, you really can't create the kind of force that you need because it's too soft. It, it just basically falls all over the place. Okay. And so you can't really get the, the amount of effort that you really need. So step one, take more club. Okay. And the re- reason number two is because the longer the shaft, the more shallow the swing arc, which also means that you're swinging more smoothly, shallowly, Essentially in skimming a little bit more, which also means that if you do happen to strike the turf just a little bit behind the golf ball, it's not going to dig and plant tomatoes before it touches that, uh, before it touches that golf ball. So that's the kind of stuff that you, you got to realize, hey, uh, guess what? You know, I'm sweeping and skimming and it's easier with a longer shafted club. The number one reason, it won't go as far because you can't put the amount of force into the ground. can't swing the club as fast. Same reason that we talk about that in fairway bunkers. Why do you take an extra club in fairway bunkers? Well, it's pretty simple stuff because the ground is softer. So the same thing as wet wet fairways and wet rough applies to the same thing there.
0: Okay, cool.
1: All right, so now that you mentioned wet ground, let's talk about wet rough. Okay. Okay. Now, we're talking about a lot of friction here. Listen up, folks. Your club is going to slow down a lot in wet rough. And the reason it is is because the blades of grass are full of water, and it's dense, and it's thick, and it's heavy, and it is unpleasant to swing your club through. So please, don't sit there and think, you're just gonna have to swing just a little bit harder to get this to go as far out of that thick rough. Let me tell you, learn to chop it out into a place that's not going to hurt you and realize that that club head is going to get grabbed by that grass behind the golf ball because it's thick, it's dense, it's wet. So don't plan on it going very far. Chop it out and get your next shot to where you want to be so you can have a putt.
0: When you say it's going to get, get grabbed, because um, not only does getting grabbed connote the, the possibility of slowing the club down, but it also has the possibility of twisting the club face.
1: In both directions.
0: Yeah, in either direction. It, it Basically, now, you don't know where it's going to go.
1: That's right. You're not sure. Yeah. So what I would pay attention to is, is the grass thicker and more dense on the heel side of the club or on the toe side of the club? Or is it relatively straight across in terms of which is more thick and dense? If it's rather balanced, it probably won't twist the club. But there's all kinds of people who say, hey, look, he's playing in the rough. And therefore, the club face is going to shut down because the, grab- the grass will wrap around the hosel and grab it. Like there's some grass hand up there waiting for that to come in and just <laughs> grab onto the hosel. But it doesn't grab the toe of the club. You know, that's, what, that's the visual that somebody gives you, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. The grass is going to grab the hosel and it's going <laughs> to twist the face closed. All right, I got a couple things to say about that. Just pay attention. Is that going to happen to the toe of the club or is that going to happen to the heel of the club? Because the grass is dense, It's going to provide some friction coming through there. It may slow the club head down more than what you think. But if it's essentially grass is tall and even across, it's not going to just slam the face shut like everybody thinks it does.
0: You would prescribe for most of us amateurs you're in the rough, and especially in, in uh, unideal conditions, like uh, a chilly day, wet, rough, wet grass. Yeah. Just pick a yeah. place and, and just maybe take a wedge and just try to chip it out somewhere right. where you can have a much better eight shot. On, eight iron at the most,
1: right? Eight iron okay. at the most. It's got enough loft on it. You know, Put it slightly forward in your stance. Get a little steep and attack it so that your club comes down Um without getting hung up in the rough behind it. The only way to do that is to come down on a very steep angle. Right. If you come in on a shallow angle, it's certainly gonna grab the club a lot. So let's keep in mind some, some pretty important things here. Let's keep in mind that you've gotta avoid the grass behind the ball as much as possible. You come in steeply, an eight iron will move it out, a nine iron will move it out, wedges will all move it out. So pick those clubs. Stay away from 7-iron and above. The swings are a little bit too shallow. The shafts are a little long, uh, and there's not enough loft. So let's keep in mind, don't try to hit it too far out of a thick, dense rough, especially if you're going over water because guess what? You're not going to be very happy. Okay? <laughs> That's... You know, there, there's a word for people who do that, and it, and it, ends, it, it starts with a the, with the letter D <laughs> and uh, usually ends in, usually ends in o-nation. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a golf ball donation to the golf course. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sacrifice
0: <laughs> to, to the, the guy golf guy who dolls. collects
1: all the balls out of it. That's right. It's, you're donating to that guy who's got the scuba gear out.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man, that's another that's career that I,
0: I should have known about when I was deciding what to do as a young kid. Just buy a scuba tank. Your
1: mustache would have gotten caught up in the (laughs) weed. You don't want that job. I gotcha. (laughs) All
0: right, more tips, tricks, questions. (laughs) What do we need to do to start being great right out of the gate? And uh, we're going to discuss more of that. We've got plenty of time left to get uh, the answer to your specific problem. Easy for me to say. Coming right up, we're going to be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. Everybody is like all excited about Tiger Woods being back. Maybe going to win the Masters this year because he's almost won two tournaments to date.
1: I think he's got as good a chance as anybody else right now.
0: If you got that feeling, this might be the best week to try out DraftKings. They got this special a fantasy golf tournament for the Masters. Here's what you do: real easy. Ooh. You pick six golfers. That's it. Pick six of them, and they're going to keep track of streaks and scores and all that kind of stuff. You get points. One winner is going to win 10 grand and there's a total of 100 grand in prizes that are going to be given away for the Masters tournament. We we got to go with um, we got to go with Justin Thomas as one of our six, man. Maybe throw Tiger in the mix too. All you have to do no matter who you got is go to draftkings.com before the tee off on Thursday, April 5th, pick your six golfers and use our special code weekend and then play free with your first deposit in the $100,000 contest for golf's first major. The code is WEEKEND to play for free, only at DraftKings.com. Now, you do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a player with DraftKings, but the uh, Masters is free. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Use code WEEKEND. Back again, those Weekend Golf Guys, John Ashton in his studio, Jeff Smith out uh, preparing for a tea time uh, at some magnificent golf course on Hilton Head Island, I would imagine. Where are you going
1: to play, man? Yes, uh, today is uh, we're playing at Long Cove uh, okay. in Hilton Head. It's okay. a Long Cove Plantation. It's a beautiful peat dye uh, design that is um, one of the more difficult layouts on the island. It's a great track. It's just a really nice place. Okay. So I'm fortunate because I get to make a lot of phone calls to some really nice places and they all say, sure, come on, come on, figure down. it out.
0: Yeah. So, yep, that's the benefit of carrying that PGA
1: card. I will tell you that I think the the camaraderie between the golf professionals uh, and the knowledge base that is being shared amongst all the teachers, I think that is the biggest perk to membership. and knowing some high-quality people. I think that is the the biggest perk. And uh, I think the second biggest perk is the access to more good education. Mm -hmm. And the third biggest perk is the one that you think is the first biggest perk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side of that fence, man. You know how it goes.
1: Yeah. I do know this. It it isn't very often, as you know – that I get to go on a golf vacation, uh, an, an excursion of sorts, yeah. um, because I'm always teaching right. and because I'm always teaching, you know, certainly the, the thought is I really can't just go out and play. But when I do go for the purpose of playing, we don't go to the average Muni, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, that is true. We're
1: going to some pretty cool places. Yes, indeed. You know, we're going to some pretty cool places. Yeah. So I can't complain. No, can't complain at all.
0: No, you can't, man. In fact, that's—I uh, believe no. that that was a paragraph four of your contract. Jeff Smith will not <laughs> complain. There you go. Will
1: not complain about <laughs> where right. he gets to go play golf. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think in that paragraph, I think it said something about there was a, a clause in there that I have not have not exercised yet. Was that I? I think it was must and not a may. I think it was I must take john ashton with me at least twice a year to go play someplace really cool
0: that's right and you're three years behind I, so uh you know yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it I does am. it does carry over <laughs> so i i thank you for remembering <laughs> so, that, <man. laughs>
1: so i think that's a, i think that's six rounds right or six places to go that's it man or six
0: rounds <laughs> okay. at one cool place it'll all work out in the end man we'll take care of that we'll take care of that from what I understand, too, is is we don't have to get all that jealous because it's a little wet down in Hilton Head uh, this week also. Which which it brings up in, yeah. that whole, uh, and, and put your, your rule hat on now, because this whole thing, that, that and it really just rubs me the wrong way, and I don't understand the thought process. You know, you can clean your ball when it gets to the green anytime, ah. but you play in this kind yeah. of weather, and you're going to have a muddy ball in the middle of the fairway. If the group gets together, like, you know, we're not playing in a tournament or anything. It's just our foursome. And if we say we're going to play lift clean in place, is that cool? Can I still use that round as a handicap round? Or what's the deal with that? Is that a rule that I can I can just invoke anytime I think it's necessary or what?
1: You know, there are times when, when the rules really prohibit people from doing the right thing. And I'll tell you that that is probably one of the rules that people either A, don't know about or B don't care about. And I think it's probably an equal amount of a and B on that one yes. about when you're allowed to clean your golf ball and all that stuff. And the truth is that's not even the most frequently broken rule and people turn in their handicaps all the time anyway. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be honest with you, John, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Look, Okay, you know, people could say, oh, but you're, you've been a rules official and you, you know what they are and you're supposed to play by them and all that. Yeah, I, I, all. I'm, I'm guilty of all of the above, right? But let me tell you, there's so much other things that people are doing that actually give a huge advantage. And you could say that mud on the side of a golf ball when you're supposed to strike it in the fairway could make your golf ball go offline. Yeah, and that's worth what? as a stroke or a half a stroke or a quarter of a stroke over the course of a round, who knows what it's really worth. But the truth is, is that when people give gimmies, every hole seemingly, <laughs> and you know, if inside the leather, you and I both know that if you had to putt every putt that was inside the leather, so to speak, how many of those you'd miss over the course of a season that would actually be more influential mm-hmm. to your, your golf handicap That's true. and, and the mulligans, And the uh, the leaf rule in the fall, and you know all those things that people go look. I just hit it down the middle of the fairway. I shouldn't be losing this golf ball in these leaves. I'm going to throw one right here. Okay, so I mean there are so many rules that get ignored, kicked aside, brushed away as if they don't exist or nor applied to those people. That there's so many of them that people are going to play and still turn in their handicap that i can't pick this one and say hey the mud on the golf ball thing or what am i allowed to clean this thing or not i yeah. can't tell you that you know you're gonna you're gonna break all those other rules and this one you're gonna not break come on yeah you know i also so, was,
0: was reading a, a long treatise on some website about uh, changing golf balls and you know I, I've, I've got a friend who when he gets to a uh, a hazard, you know, a par 3 over water, he will yep. he'll pull out the, the cheapo cheapo ball that he's got in his bag and use it right, just to get over the water. Well, and the and then is, he'll is go the, back. This
1: one ball rule, and this one ball rule really is you have to start and finish the hole with the same ball. Right. Or the same type of ball, let's put it that way. Okay. But, you know, it's not like, it's not like you have to play the entire round with the same type of golf ball.
0: No, but he'll change it on course. The you're in a
1: tournament, and they tell you that, right? Right,
0: but I mean, once he gets over yeah, the I, hazard, then he'll go back to his, you know, good ball, the one, that, his, the one, his button ball, his right? putten ball. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. that's, yeah, it, that's I, I illegal, it. right? <laughs> it yes, that's that's one of those things that they say well, that's that's illegal. <laughs> There's no gambling allowed at Bushwood, <laughs> but. I don't think that there's any time where I've ever used the word illegal without stressing the e part of it like Judge Smales does
0: because it just would take
1: all the fun out of the word
0: (laughs) definitely man definitely but if if I wanted to be a a, you know a butthead about it I could say uh, that's a stroke penalty or is it two strokes once he pulls the button you know, ball out of his pocket,
1: it's it's uh, it's two. Uh, think about most things that you encounter in uh, in stroke play. Most of those things are there's so many penalties in stroke play that are two stroke penalties. Um, I would say that that they're greater than half of the penalties in stroke play are two strokers, uh, especially when they are are based on the notion that you're doing something that knowingly is against the rules, right? Then <laughs> all of a sudden then there's the two strokers and then there's that other one that begins with a letter. And that's not the good one, right? <laughs> the DQ, the letter <laughs> penalties are really the ones you want to stay away from. Definitely. Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, I I just think, you know, I, I don't want to say the rules are, are, um, unnecessary, but, the rules sometimes get way too involved for the average golfer, not only to know, but to really give a damn about, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they, they've they come out with some some new revisions here that are going to kick in in January 1, 2019. And I'm sure that we've got plenty of time to talk about them over the course of the year because they, they basically just announced them this past week. Okay. And, uh, they, they've talked about them and there was this period where we got to comment as, as a rules official, they, they, uh, they sent me a, a form and I got to comment on some things, you know, and I think for the most part, they've done a better job of cleaning them up and making them a little bit more sensible. And they, and they're, they're shortening up the, the rule book by quite a bit. Uh, and they're making it much more practical and they're making some rules, local rules so that they really won't apply to tournaments. And that's somewhat heading down the road of this, this conversation that they like to call bifurcation, yeah. where they've got a set of rules that apply to the, to the masses, and then they've got a set of tournament rules. And how they're going to do that is by making some rules that are out there that are available as a local rule, so that way you can play by the local rules that make a lot more common sense for the everyday man. Yeah. And then there's the certain rules that, that don't make sense, to do it in real competition.
0: Oh, like there's a course here in town with a local rule. They have some um, environmentally protected areas on the course. Yes. They don't want you in there. Yes. They don't want you in there looking for a ball. Yeah, they, they don't they want don't. you hitting a ball out of there. That It's it's verboten. Stay away. So they've, they've right. got a, it's a free they've drop. They've got
1: their own staff that goes out and does that, and that's how they sell their used golf balls and
0: right. whatnot. Yeah, but still it's a local <laughs> rule that it's it's a free drop. You know, we don't care if you lost your ball, can't find your ball, hit it out of bounds, whatever. Just drop it. Move along. All right. Okay. We've got uh, a few more moments together, and we are going to take advantage of them when we come right back. We're going to talk about temperature and what it does and how to uh, get around that, too, when we come right back. Where are those weekend golf guys? Hang with us. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there, please. And like us. It's a good time for all. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club of $200 golf club $150 golf club all you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club it may be your grip it may be your stance it may be your ball position it may be your swing plane it could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go check it out $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun?
1: It's pretty exciting.
0: You know how the NCAA tournament's yeah. more fun? We got some skin in the game, you got a bracket going. Okay. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Really? Pick six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place. 10 grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now, what's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. You got it?
1: DraftKings.com, yeah. Okay, use the
0: code WEEKEND. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, You don't even have to like golf to play this, but when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable watching the Masters. Six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code WEEKEND, and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code WEEKEND. And we are back, those Weekend Golf Guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith, the golf... Ca- no, he's not at the golf cave, he's at Hilton Head. Just that's right. Just being, uh, well, I guess, escaping the hoi polloi for a while, you know? Rubbing shoulders yeah. with the rich and famous.
1: I'm hopping with the knobs.
0: So are we having, like, cocktails on the yacht this evening, or what?
1: Uh, no, and that's spelled <laughs> Y-A-C is I think it's yatched. The yatched. <laughs> you know when you pronounce it
0: skull. when you pronounce it yatched, they know you don't belong on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I'm just saying.
1: Okay, so here's
0: here's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about it's it's I, I actually I'm saying that it's not only young in the season, but the season has been delayed for most of us, um, other than you know the show-offs in Florida and Arizona and Southern California and Texas, all those places because it's been. Uh, Slow to warm up. Usually we've had numerous 70 plus degree days uh, by this time on the calendar, but as of yet, none this year. And of the last uh, 21 days, I say 18 of them have been raining or snowing. So the conditions are less than it's it's getting to the point where most of the golf courses that I frequent send out emails every morning telling you whether or not they're going to be even open that day. That's yeah. That's how iffy it is. So now we're going to start playing as soon as it stops getting below freezing, as soon as there stop being extensive frost delays in the morning, and as soon as the sun comes back out. But it still may be in the 50s. Now, when the temperature's in the 50s, your golf ball, uh, your shafts, all react differently and there are adjustments you need to make therefore and there too. Are there not?
1: True. Like what? So let's, let's understand a few things. Your golf balls do not fly as far in the cold weather and then they do in the warm weather. So let's just say for just a second that everything else is the same. And we're only talking about the golf ball, a 40 to 50 degree day versus an 80 to 90 degree day if a golf ball gets struck by the same person swinging the same miles an hour in the same spot on the club face and it's all moving the same speed and all that stuff, right? Yeah. the golf ball is not going to fly as far by quite a bit. By
0: quite a bit. What, so for 10 yards, 15, 20.
1: Well, it depends on what club you're hitting. Sure. Um, but certainly, certainly your drives are going to go, you know, five to 10 yards shorter okay. in the air. Uh, and then whatever it lands on, generally speaking, is probably a little softer.
0: Yeah. It's um, not going to roll. Yeah.
1: Right. Going to keep that in mind and then um then the next thing is um what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the body not necessarily the club because the club yes you like you mentioned the heads are a little colder and the shafts are a little stiffer and you know all that that's not the biggest part portion of it it's your body that's the biggest thing that's going to make you reduce lose distance not the golf ball certainly not the golf club okay okay now your body. First off, what do we all have to do early before we play around the golf? We have to warm up.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Why? Trying to lube up our muscles, our joints, right. our tendons, our you know, cartilage, yeah. all that stuff, right? Yeah. Everything about us, we're trying to get flowing again, right? We're warming up. We're loosening up our bodies, right? What happens when we're cold? It tightens. We up. all get tight. Yeah, we all get tight. Yeah. And, we, and then we have extra clothing to keep us warmer. And then now there's also a little lack of mobility due to clothing, not just because we're a little tighter. So let's keep in mind, folks, that the biggest reason we're losing a good bit of distance in the cold weather is because we're cold and we're wearing extra clothes. Right. Now, chances are also good that in this cold spring, it's also a little wet. And we've also mentioned, you know, earlier we mentioned when it's wet out, the ground is soggy, take more club. So if you think that you're programming your head to say, I always hit my seven iron and I always fly at 155 yards because you based it on one day in September when the ground was firm and you were hot.
0: It's not a good thing to do. Okay. Yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs>
1: one of the greatest players that's ever walked the face of the earth, one of his one of his biggest quotes. Is about golf is a game of emotions and adjustments. Mm -hmm. All the time, adjusting, adjusting, adjusting to certain conditions. Cold is one of those conditions. More clothes is another one of those conditions. Right, yeah, yeah. In order to be a good player, we have to have an idea of what we're capable of under a lot of different circumstances not just the one where it's in a beautiful time of the year and our golf ball travels the farthest. Gotcha. Okay. Right.
0: Hey, let me ask you a a very personal question that uh, I think a lot of us may uh, benefit from hearing the answer to. Um,
1: I have a 34 waist. Thank you very much. Oh Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 32.
0: When, you know, last year we, we did a, a lot of talk about irons and how to set up and, and, where the ball should be and, you know, how to swing and, and hand position. And, you know, everybody, including you will mention that when you set up correctly for an iron, uh, no matter where the ball position works best for you in your stance, your hands should be a tad in front of the ball. Correct. Or did I hear that? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Now, a I tad have... is a good word. Honestly, yes. that's a really good form of measurement. Yeah. Um, yes. it's, it's a little bit, a little bit larger than a smidgen. Right. Yeah. but a little bit less than a bunch.
0: Yeah, exactly. So Exactly. And Tad is yeah. almost almost the same as a skosh. So, you know. The,
1: it is, right? But skosh, usually, skosh, doesn't that usually bring up the connotation of you've got enough room in your pants to sit down and move around a little bit? You've got a skosh more room where you need it.
0: Isn't that, that's about it, yeah. What I what found I is that if my hands are more than a Tad, If it goes to a bunch or almost to a bunch, my ball flight is severely to the left. Yeah. Is that, I mean, I know that when my hands go too far in front of the ball, it changes a whole lot of things, not just my hand position, but is doing that, putting your hands too far in front of the ball, is that going to create the chain of events necessary to move your ball to the left?
1: Normally it moves the ball away from you. So a right-handed golfer having his hands that far in front would tend to open up the club face and and move it. So what it means is that your right hand is also underneath the club. And when you move it forward, it's actually twisting the club down to the left. So uh, I would check the position of your right-hand grip, but let's, let's talk about for a second, how, how far the club should be out in front of the golf ball. So, John, I want you to go home and I want you to get in your your golf club out and I want you to go grab one of the clubs in your bag. I don't know, seven iron, eight iron, nine iron, whatever, and set it on the ground so the, the sole plate is flush to the surface. Okay. And then I want you to realize where the handle is at that point. Meaning the club is already pre bent. So the handle it would be in front of the golf ball. Okay. It's already done. The the smart people who built it, the engineer types, right? Mm. They have built a club with the handle already out in front of the face of it. Gotcha. So when the club sits at, at its true loft, the handle's in front, and that's where you, you're you trying to strike it. Everybody likes to say, oh, well, he's got some forward press or the shaft leaning forward or at impact and all those things. He's de-lofting it at an impact. Well, he might be de-lofting it from an artificially added loft position. If he had it vert, a vertical shaft, that takes the club face and tilts it backwards and higher a little bit more because the club manufacturers built it, with a solid hosel that's already on a forward angle, so let's just try to repeat, you know, get it right back there. So it's just a tad bit, almost like a skosh, um, in front of the golf ball.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: That's what we're trying to do. Yeah.
0: That's what we're trying to do. So let's use that as a a, a median point from which to progress. Uh, next yes. week, I'm going to ask you how to hit it to the left on purpose. You know, for those Ooh. of us who pull like a drive to the left and we've got trees to get around yeah and and then maybe we might for those of us who push our drives to the right, ask the same question on you know fading and and drawing and how you do it and stuff like that and uh and a bunch of other stuff that's coming up next week, but this week, we appreciate you being here and hanging here we are those weekend golf guys, and you can always get in touch with us through facebook at facebook dot com slash golf guys or our website thoseweekendgolfguys.com you can hear us on the radio hear us the podcast at audioboom.com another thing you can access directly from thoseweekendgolfguys.com so up until next week we leave you with a thought stay dry stay warm why don't you go out in the backyard and swing a little bit And then you will be able to know exactly where your ball should be in your stance so that when you get out there for the first official round of your season this coming season, all your friends will go, who are you again? Because we love that reaction. (laughs) You You look like John, but you ain't playing like him. Who are you really? Go out, practice a little bit. Yes, I said it. Go out and practice a
1: little bit and then go play some golf.